0: Well, happy Monday to you and welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Dean. Thanks for joining us today. I am the lead pastor of our church and do the majority of teaching at the Lewis Center campus. We jumped back into our series. We've really just got about two weeks left in Under the Sun, looking at Ecclesiastes. And um, this past week, we talked about Solomon's view, the principles that he gives us in talking about um, government and generosity. Um, I don't know that you could pick any two more controversial subjects than talking about um, politics and money. Uh, But Solomon addresses both, especially the context of religion, right? Those are the three things you're never supposed to bring up at a family function. Uh, But Solomon has ideas for us um, about those. And two of the things that we talked about uh, that we think are essential, um, one was to keep the king's commands. And then the second one was to watch the king's causes Solomon says in Ecclesiastes 8:2, keep the king's command because of God's oath to him. So government is an authority in our lives, not the authority in our lives. But Paul is very clear in the New Testament that we should not slander our leaders, but that we should pray for them. And he connects this to the idea that God has this desire for all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. So there's something about how we pray for our leaders and communicate to others our heart for our governmental leaders submitting ourselves in authority to the government uh, that God has given us, where He has placed us, um, allows other people to see in us that even when we don't agree, we submit to to our leader's authority, not just because of our leaders, but more so because of our relationship with God. And so, you know, Paul says those words while being in a Mamertine prison, you know, in the ground, uh, in Rome. And so it's not just something that he said, it's something that you know, that he he backed up. But the second part is watch the king's causes. Uh, Solomon says in Ecclesiastes, don't take your way to stand in an evil cause, for he does whatever he, been the king, does whatever he pleases. So we don't give blind allegiance to government because we are citizens of heaven, right? We are citizens of a completely different kingdom. Uh, so we don't want to be respectful, uh, but at the same time, we don't want to, uh, be blind in terms of party allegiance. I think what I said on Sunday is some of us know more about Fox News than we do about Philippians or more about MSNBC than we do about Matthew. Um, he says the wise heart will know the proper time and the proper way. So there's healing, right? And there's hope uh, for every harm, every harm we've committed and the harms that have been committed against us. And then the second idea that Solomon gives us is, um, it's kind of surprising, I think, in Ecclesiastes five nineteen, he says to everyone uh, to whom God has given wealth and possessions and the power to enjoy them and to accept his lot and rejoice in his toil. This is the gift of God. In other words, enjoy the things that God has given you. Um, I just pointed out, you know, that um, I've been to Honduras four times in my lifetime. Uh, the average annual income in Honduras is twenty four hundred dollars per year, not. Per month, not per paycheck, per year. So, it just brings perspective, I think, uh, to us. If if you earn more than thirty two thousand dollars a year, you're in the top one percent of earners in the world. And I think we all think, well, you know, wealthy people should be generous, but that's not, but that's not me. But the rest of the world, I think, would would pay all the difference. So we struggle with generosity because I say we live by the eleventh commandment, which is thy lifestyle shall, shall match thy income, right? Um, that kills generosity, living paycheck to paycheck. We need to give, we need to give generously, not because God needs it, but because we need it, right? There's this relationship that exists with God when we lean in to him. And I think when you talk about issues around money and politics, you know, one of the things that I said was, you know, those are tough things. And sometimes we feel like, gosh, these are tough asks. Um, but as Catherine Wolfe reminded us on Sunday, um, you are built to do hard things. You are not nearly as fragile as you are being told uh, that you are. And so God is creating the kind of generous, uh, kind people that we, where we can make a difference in the world. As a matter of fact, the greatest verse in the Bible about generosity doesn't even have the word money in it, right? For God so loved the world that he, that he gave, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, will not die, but will have everlasting life. God was r- gracious and generous towards us in the person of Christ, which allows us then to leave a legacy. Now, I'm going to pray that into our day today, and then I want you to take the opportunity to pray the same. Lord, we do pray for our hearts when it comes to issues like um, politics and money and power and how those dynamics work. God, we surrender ourselves to you. Um, All that you have given to us, all of our possessions, all of our mental faculties, all of those things, God, I pray that we will be solid citizens of heaven while we live as solid citizens of earth. Help us, God, to be the wise people who know what to do. We lean into that, into your presence today, not our own wisdom, but yours. It's in your name we pray. Now you take the opportunity to pray and to lean into the wisdom that God is offering you today.